0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the Bill for Paymakers YouTube channel. I'm your host, Kelvin Hunt, editor of chopchat.com. Hope you guys are doing well. Um, Welcome back to the channel, man. Uh, Man, been a good week. Um, Happy to uh, know tomorrow is Friday, so we're recording this on a Thursday. Uh, Won't waste too much of your time. Um, this video is going to look at some of uh, Clemson's weaknesses and tendencies, um, so it'll be similar to the last video that we did as far as looking at some film, breaking things down, and whatnot. Uh, but before, before we get into that, uh, I want to shout out everybody that uh, shared the um, last video on social media, uh, gave us a, a, a big boost. Um, those of you you know who you are, appreciate you uh, very much. If you haven't had a chance to uh, subscribe, uh, do so. Uh, if you're an FSU fan. Um, also, uh, like this video. Uh, I think we finally hit 60 likes on the last video. Uh, that helps me out a lot as far as getting this content out to more FSU fans. So I uh, really appreciate it, guys. Uh, but yeah, we're going to get into it. So the more I look at the film uh, for Clemson, uh, granted, you only really have one game to look at, uh, the Duke game, which they lost, which they really beat themselves in a game. I think that, that said more about um, you know clemson than then duke for the most part it was a sloppy game but you know you can't really take much away from the charleston southern or fau game last week so we're gonna look at some film from uh the duke game but i said before the season that i liked to fsu in this game because number one it's uh early in the season and um you know, you know Clemson's defense is, you know, they're going to be good or whatever, but the offense is the one that probably would be the, the weaker of the two units because you have a young, inexperienced quarterback, you have a new O.C. And, you know, last year, you know, their, their, their offensive line wasn't great. You know, they don't have outstanding playmakers at wide receiver, do have an outstanding uh, pair of running backs there. But I liked uh, FSU in this game, still like FSU in this game. So uh, we're going to get into it. Um, right here. Let me uh, share my screen here and see if we can get into it here. Just bear with me there. All right. So in this particular play right here, one of the biggest things that FSU has to do on defense is we're going to talk defense first. One of the first things you're going to have to do is get pressure on K. Klubnik. Uh, he does not respond well to pressure. Um, Clemson does not really have a big vertical attack. At least they haven't shown it thus far. That may be something they they've been trying to hide. Um, but they don't really have like they don't have guys like LSU. They Don't have a Gabe Neighbors to, you know, to stretch the field or whatnot. So here Duke um, rushes uh, and gets pressure pretty quickly on on Klubnik. And what I want you to do is I want you to watch. I want you to watch his feet here. Watch his feet right here. Look at that. So you can have your feet. Whoop. Look. Look. The running back is gonna leak out. He has a running back. He's looking at a running back, but he knows that pressure's coming to watch. He's looking, he's looking at him right now. Could have thrown it. Nope. Eats it. And look, and that's really, and that's really pressure with only four. You know, they rush three and then stunt one guy and then kind of bring, it looks like a, a green dog their blitz there. Um, they spied, both teams actually spied the quarterback some of this game. And um, you'll see later on that um, it wasn't really effective. And it's something that FSU did um, last week that didn't really work. Uh, something that LSU did against FSU didn't really work with Harold Perkins. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this is encouraging. Duke is able to get pressure here. Second and nine, obvious pass play. Well, not obvious because that's one tendency we'll talk about later. Uh, Clemson, for the most part in this game, when it was second and long, they would usually run here to try to make it more manageable uh, on third down. But let's watch it one more time. So you see they'll they'll rush three, then stump one guy and get pressure pretty quickly. boom all right so we're gonna go to the next tab here and so this is what i was talking about earlier so Clubnik can run he, he's athletic he's not a castellanos like we saw last week but he can run and clemson ran him quite a bit in this dude game i think he ran 12 times um you know that's something that that's a hallmark of dabble sweeney whenever it's a game that you know he feels like he has to win and you think back to todd boyd you think back to um deshaun watson uh even trevor lawrence you know he would run he'd run those guys in the dirt and um we we may see some of that here uh saturday um the thing about it is you know he he's he's quick but you know he doesn't have you know, he don't have the arm really to to, to offset his legs yet. To, you know, you don't really respect his arm talent yet, right? Um, so here it is, second and 10. And you'll see that um, Duke spies a linebacker. And you see, watch this linebacker get caught in the wash. He get caught in the traffic here, which allows Klubnik to um, get this first down. See that? This is the spy right here. Watch this lane right here open up. His guy, this this line is gonna pick him up. Kind of similar to how um uh my guy, what's my guy? Um Casey ran over Harold Perkins in the LSU game. Well, uh, he didn't do him that dirty, but you get the picture. Whoop. First down. You cannot allow that to happen if you're FSU. I'll just do away with the spot. Just bring pressure if you're gonna do that. So Klubnik can run, he will run. Um, and then that's bring that brings me to the next the next um, piece here. So this is um, a read option. So this is something that they they kind of have some variations of. So you'll see them, they'll run Klubnik a lot in the red zone. So here's second and one, you know, they just feel like they, you know, they're just trying to pick up the first down here. And watch Klubnik's gonna read this defensive end right here. This defensive end is going to crash too hard. He's going to keep it and go around the corner there. Now, this is something that they will—they may run at Pat Payton. Pat Payton hadn't hasn't been too disciplined. Um, there's been a few times where he's been undisciplined. So this this may be something that they they do with uh, uh, Payton here or run at Payton, I should say. So watch this. Crash. Look. Crash down. Press down. Yeah. Yeah, so Clubman's got I mean, you know, he's athletic, but he don't move like Castellanos, though, or or Jaden Daniels. So keep in mind in the red zone. Now this is something that FSU defended well in the red zone against LSU. Um you remember um they were on the FSU like two yard line and uh Daniels uh tried to run a read option, they ate him up. Um so uh when the when this compacted like this, it seems like FSU uh, tends to play just pretty well. All right. So um moving right along, we can move to Will Shipley, the running back. Uh Shipley is um, you know, probably their most important player offensively. And he is somebody that, you know, he he hurt FSU really bad last year when Fabian Lovett was out um he had 121 uh, yards rushing and i think like 48 yards passing and a lot of his success came right up the gut uh against fsu fsu couldn't get off the field you know i think clemson wound up being something like um it was something like eight of 17 on third downs something like that and a lot of that was just due to shipley shipley runs hard he's very physical uh he's got some wiggle to him uh he's hard attack on space which you'll see here in a little bit but um, on this particular play, um, you know, they give it to Shipley. Shipley's going to, you know, look like he's going to go up the gut. And at the very last moment, he watches this defensive end right here. This defensive end dips his shoulder inside. And and it's like a split second. Shipley sees that, and then phew, he's off around the corner to the races. Watch this. Look at it. That's kind of similar to if you if you remember last week's game when um, Rodney Hill was in the game, um, he did the exact same thing like two times like week against Boston College, but yeah, watch this end right here. See that his his shoulder just dipped and he's already he's phew, look at that, Whoop. yeah, got it. Look. FSU defense, you just got to play your position. Just play your position. Don't be hero ball. Don't be playing hero ball. You know, all he's got to do is set the edge out here, force Shipley to just go up here where everything's clogged up. Just, you know, if you look at it. Not, look, nothing's open. Nothing is open. If he, if he sets the edge here, this goes for like a yard game. Instead, it goes for a 12. And that's all it is, just playing your assignment, playing your assignment. All right. So um, on this right here, this is a little look, um, a little RPO type play uh, to Shipley um, again. you. So you'll see, you know, you, you they can do read option. They can do, you know, hand it off. They can do this, do this little pass play. Watch these linebackers. And I don't know. I don't know what exactly what Duke was trying to do here. Um, um, if this is the right one, it looks like they bring pressure. It looks like they're going to bring his corner blitz. And this guy here blitzes, it looks like. Um, this wide receiver doesn't really go out. And so this cornerback kind of he kind of snuffs it out, but it's a little bit too late. And then you see Shipley come out here and get a big game for like 10 or 12 yards. Let's watch. Look, the linebacker, this linebacker is here. You see the cornerback, he's like, oh man, this is a, it's a pass play. And he's already putting the brakes on. These linebackers are flowing are flowing hard downhill. Look at that, nothing but nothing but turf. Look at that. See, he's already putting the brakes on right here, but it's too late. And so I and if you just look at and you just, if you just look at this linebacker right here, he just triggers down. And so it may have just been a it may have just been that they were blitzing in a run blitz or something. And um, they just called a perfect play. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what they were trying to do because he just, he just hauls tail down here. He, he, he just takes off. But Shipley is someone that you definitely have to identify where he is uh, on the field or whenever he's in motion or whatever, because even, even if they put him in motion, I mean, he can, you know, he can hit you in a wheel route I and mean, he's, he's, He's really athletic, so, um, yeah, and again, this is second and 10 here, so second and 10, they're going to either run it or try to do some, you know, get it, get him in space and get, get it to a more manageable third down or obviously a first down. Watch it one more time there. Yeah, so moving right along on this one here, this is a play that, the Duke linebacker, like he diagnoses the play like perfectly, um, and he is there. He's in a position, just like we we've, we've seen with FSU defenders. So, guys, it's it's not only FSU defenders that <laughs> miss tackles or or, or or you know make mistakes. Uh, this is a Mike El- Elko defense. You know, everybody knows Elko's a good defensive uh, mind. And again, this this linebacker. A diagnosis Shipley coming out of the flat here, which you'll see on the flip side uh the opposite, uh, when we go to Clemson. But let's watch this right here. All right, look, look at this linebacker. This linebacker's already he see he sees Shipley here. He's already going. He's already going over there, right? Look, look, he's in position to make a what it's a two yard gain turns into an eleven yard game. But notice how it's a one on one is Shipley against a linebacker. And I mean that's what they want. They're gonna they they you know they believe Shipley's gonna make that guy miss and uh, and get some some yaks yards after the catch. But this linebacker does a really good job of diagnosing, you know, he's on him. He just you know he just um you know gets out out athleted, I guess you could say. But they'll try to do this so this is first down so this is like an extension of the run game if clemson uh, can't run it traditionally this may be something that you see them go to and i don't think i don't think they're going to have a whole lot of success running it traditionally i really i really don't but you're going to have to make that tackle you can't you can't allow him to to make you uh, make you miss all right, so that's all of Clemson um, talking offense. So here we're going to go to defense, um, and so this is this is Duke, and Duke picked on Clemson's linebackers. I know a lot of people think Clemson's linebackers are among the best in the ACC, and they and they probably are, but uh, Duke had some success um, against these guys, uh, and this is early in the game, and this is not you know where you know you got a bunch of backups and things. So second and three, you know, you're on your side of the field a little bit. And so they are um, looking to have some success here. So watch, uh, watch this Duke running back, uh, get open in the flat here. Look, look at that. (laughs) Here are the two linebackers. Well, this linebacker should be over there, but he's not, he's, he is still looking He's still looking in the backfield Haven't even looked over here at all. So, yes, guys, other teams beside FSU linebackers, bus coverage. And um, it happens more often than you think. It's not just an an Adam Fuller thing or anything like that. Um, This is this is wild, though. Like, I mean. I have no idea what he's looking at. I mean this guy's I mean he's tall and tall out here and he never never even goes. look he never even goes in that direction. So that's something you may see Trey Benson, Toa Feely uh, do damage uh, there. Yeah, they're in this let's see. Watch it one more time. And also one thing to, let's back this up. One thing too is you notice that, you know, Riley Leonard, Duke quarterback has time to throw. And they're rushing, is that four? Yeah, he's got time to throw. So keep that in mind. If Jordan Travis has time to throw, that's going to be, and if Jordan Travis takes these underneath routes, which he should take what take what they give you. It's gonna be a long day for Clemson's defense, my guy. All right, so it's moving right along. Okay, so we talked about Duke using a spy against Klubnik. This is so it's third and ten, right? Third and ten. You have Clemson. They have four here on the line, but what's gonna happen is they're gonna rush three, and this guy right here is gonna, gonna drop drop as a spy. And it's almost the exact replica of what happened um earlier with Duke. Doing the same thing with Klubnik as a quarterback. Watch this. See how he see so he just sits here at the line of scrimmage. He's watching, he's watching. Watch him get caught up in the while. First down. And notice they rushed it. So they're only rushing three, but I mean he's got he's got time. So if we learn anything from the last couple of weeks, if we learn anything from the LSU game with Harold Perkins spying Jordan Travis, it's a waste of time. It's a waste of a good a good defender. Um either either put him put him back in space or send him send him on a blitz or something otherwise he's just a, a guy out there doing nothing to get him blocked look at that third and ten that's exactly what we saw last week with boston college guys it happens to the best defenses not that not that clemson is an elite defense they're good they're not elite like they used to be but they're good um, they definitely missed venables, but that look at that's third and ten exactly what happened last week against FSU. It's its difficult to stop mobile quarterbacks, it just is. So, just keep that in mind whenever you're looking at games and, and guys. Sometimes, man, guys just make plays. Um, so yeah, so let's move. So, this is the let's see, uh, let's see, which one was this one? Oh this is um this is a running back in the flats again I think it is yep look at that huge game so so here they bring two guys off the edge and neither neither one of them sees this guy leaking out That's there all day long. That's Toy Philly special all day right there. He's even wearing number nine, isn't he? Yep. Also, pay attention to the pass rush. Pay attention to the pass rush. They're blitzing now. But he, there was nobody close to him. Yeah, so, so when looking at that, man... Um, Clemson's pass rush, they only have four sacks this season. They have 21 QB hurries. So they're getting pressure, but they're not getting home, unlike last, you know, past years. So if Jordan Travis has time to throw and he's patient and, you know, takes what they give him, I'm sure, I'm sure he, they're probably going to run him a bit also. Also, Duke. Uh, Duke's quarterback is mobile, right? He had uh, 98 yards rushing against Clemson, but also uh, Duke's two running backs averaged over five yards per carry against Clemson's uh, run defense. So that tells me that if you run Jordan Travis enough, you're going to have success running the ball against Clemson. Uh, FSU had a success running against Clemson last year. Now, FSU hadn't really gotten the the running game going the way they we we thought they would thus far but at the same time I feel like they've been very vanilla and obviously they've they've missed uh Mo Smith and uh, Robert Scott on the offensive line the last two games so you got to take that into consideration um so uh, they were able to run the ball in the second half against LSU so I think it's probably a combination of some guys being out and I know I've been critical of Trey Benson um, tiptoeing back there. He he has not been running hard. Not like you would think. Um, I said after the game last week, I wanted to see more uh, Rodney Hill. I, I want to see more of Holmes. homes. Also give Benson an opportunity, give him some opportunities, but if he's still tiptoeing, look, we got to get, we got to have a guy to hits the hole and, and, and get stuff popping. Um, so I think FSU is going to be able to run the ball. And, and then Is you know, if they're able to run the ball, that changes everything. Cause then, you know, Clemson's going to have to commit somebody, um, you know, down in the box to try to stop the run. And then that's when, uh, that's when Mike Neville is going to go in his bag of tricks and, you know, start, start waving that magic wand and getting guys in space, getting guys like Jaheim Bell in space. Uh, Keon Coleman's probably going to make some plays in one-on-one situations. Now Clemson's, uh, defensive backs are better than they were last year. Um, probably the best that um, FSU has faced thus far. Uh, but you know, I like I like FSU's uh, receivers. Johnny Wilson had a, a, a pretty decent game against Clipson last year. I think he had six receptions for seventy-five yards. Um, you know, so you got a lot of weapons out there. It's just you know, it's just all about you know being patient and taking taking what that defense gives you um, all of that stuff that we've seen of, you know, just going vertical, um, second and 10 going vertical, you know, third and eight, uh, going, you know, just going deep for a one-on-one when somebody's buying up in the flat, I'm sure that's something that Mike Novell's, um, shown Jordan Travis on tape. And, um, that's something that they got to take advantage of Jordan Travis, if there are opportunities for you to run um, and get seven eight yards and get down without getting hit take them instead of you know trying to force a ball downfield you know these these um these yards are going to come at a premium especially early on I think and if FSU has some success early on if they can get the crowd out of it, early on, kind of how that 2013 team did, um, you know, that's going to make things even easier. So also you got to take into consideration that um, Clemson's uh, field goal kickers, much like uh, FSU's situation was last year, uh, they pretty much just brought a guy on that was a walk-on. He hadn't played in over a year, um, and they just brought him on to the team here this week um, because uh, they didn't have – you know, any dependable kickers you know, for, for place kicking. So that could change things for um, Dabo uh, whenever, um, you know, if they get into field goal range and it's on the, you know, 31-yard line and it's fourth and four, you know, are they going to kick a field goal or they're going to go for it? You know, do they feel comfortable uh, going with the guy who hadn't played in a year to kick a field goal of that distance? Um, so that could, you know, that could change how, um they they call the game for Clemson offensively. Um but yeah um and like I said I like I like FSU in this game and um I think last week was again was a, a combination of several things just several weird things. Um like I said you I mean how often do you have a scoop and score uh in a game? I mean it's, it's pretty rare. Um, how often do you see a a head coach go for it on fourth and one, uh, deep in his own territory, you know, two or three times in a game, um, is Dabo going to do that? This, you know, is he going to do that in the first quarter? If it's fourth and one, fourth and two from his own thirty, probably not. Right uh, now, the percentages say you're probably going to get that one yard, but then you know the risk is if you don't get it, you. You are you are given a high-powered offense, you know, prime field position to go and score a touchdown. Now, listen, when FSU gets in the red zone, they they usually score a touchdown, um, you know. So, you know, like I said last week, Jeff Happley didn't have anything to lose, being you know 26.00 dollars or whatever it was. Um, this week, you know, you're not going to see that from Dabo Sweeney, not, not, you know, he may do it at midfield, but not at, not from your own 30. Um, but doing so allowed, uh, Boston college to have, you know, to extend a couple of, um, possessions, keep FSU's offense off the field. And I think they may have wound up scoring on one of those drives where they converted deep in their own territory, um, early in the drive. So, so yeah, um, like I said, I, I like FSU's offensive line against Clemson's defensive line, especially if um, Mo Smith and Robert Scott come back. Um, I think LSU's defensive line is comparable, maybe maybe even better than Clemson's defensive line. Clemson lost, man, Clemson lost some dudes last year. They lost two first-rounders, a third-rounder, and a fifth-rounder off the D-line alone, and that's a lot that's a lot of firepower, man. Um, And even then, even then, I mean, FSU moved the ball in Clemson last year, you know, the problem with against Clemson last year was, you know, whenever it got to third and short or fourth and short, you know, Clemson, um, I'm sorry, excuse me, FSU didn't have the horses to, uh, you know, move the line of scrimmage to get that one yard uh, or the playmakers to go to, to make it happen. Um, You know, I think they can get it done this year um, against Clemson's defensive front. Also, last year um, was really weird. Like I said, Jordan Travis had a turnover in FSU territory to turn into seven points. Clemson had the uh, – and that was the crazy part. So it was 17-14. They had the fumble right before half. It's like a minute to go in a half. And um, you hear that? My neighbor's dogs are barking. But I'm I'm taking that as FSU's big dogs barking, baby. Big dogs barking. But yeah, so it's um 17-14. FSU fumbles right before the half. Clemson takes it in for a score. They go up 24-14 and a half. Clemson gets the ball first in the third quarter. They run the opening kickoff back 69 yards. Three plays later, they put it in the end zone. And just like that, in like a in and really in like Five minutes of game time, it goes from 17 14 to 31 14. And I know everybody is, you know, blaming the defense or whatever, but I'm like, fumble, short field, kickoff return, short field. That's two, that's two possessions right there. And then after she went forward and fourth down, had a turnover on downs. Um, I think in the third or fourth quarter. Yeah, I think it was the last time Clemson scored. And the defense held him to a field goal, even though Clemson was already in the red zone pretty much. So Clemson scored 17 points last year, half of their points last year off of a short field. You know, so um gotta keep that in mind. So is Clemson's offense gonna, you know, go up and score 40 points in this game? I highly doubt it. Highly doubt it. Because FSU's defense hasn't allowed more 38 or more points in the game. They've only allowed that twice since 2021. That was the season opener against Notre Dame. They scored 38 in regulation and then kicked the field goal in overtime to scored 41. And then uh, Florida last year scored 38. Other than that, nobody's even scored over 35 points in the FSU since the 2020 season. Uh, I think they gave up 42 points to Notre Dame in the 2020 season. So yeah, so you know, the, just people, you know, just putting up crazy points against FSU's defense. Um, you know, they may struggle getting off the field on third down or whatever, but teams just don't teams just don't score a whole lot of points. Um, but FSU's are going to have to get off the field on third down. They're going to have to get off the field on third down, which they didn't last year. Like I said, you know, they converted almost 40 percent, 50 percent. Um, and then they cannot turn the ball over. They gotta be, they gotta be even, I think they can survive, I think they can survive if Clemson's plus one. If Clemson has plus two in a turnover department, that that may change things. So don't turn the ball over and get off the field on third down and then offensively, FSU has to have better success on early downs. They've been in third. They've been in second and long and third and long way too many times um, in the first, you know, three games. And part of that is um, just decision making. You know, like I said, instead of taking the check down on first down, you know, Joe and Travis is going for the for the hail mary, um, and then the second to ten, and then you know, then they may run it for two yards, and then it's thirty eight. Then you know, then it's thirty eight. Then you got to then you got to go downfield or whatever. Um, so making better decisions uh, and having, you know, better success rates early on early downs, staying out of third and forever. And I think we're going to be good. I think we're going to be good. Um, like I said, just get up there. Um, the crowd's going to be crazy. You know, get out there, get off to a good start. You know, get off to a good start, fast start. Try to take the crowd out of the game early, and if you do that, uh, I think I think it's going to be one of those things where it's close. It's close for a little while, but I think you're going to see one of those patented FSU runs where they play really great complementary uh, football. You know, defense gets a stop, offense goes and scores. Defense gets a stop or forces a turnover, offense goes and scores. You know. Kind of like you saw in in the Boston College game. I mean, it was ten to ten, and then before you know it, it's thirty one to ten. It's like you blink, and you like wait. He's like boom, boom, boom. It's like you threw like three haymakers. Um, and so I think I think we could see that. Um, been, also, I'm not sure. You know, Clemson's dealing with some injuries. They they're playing some young guys on defense, and I think they got an injury on the offensive line also. Um, so this could be a game that. You know, we've been waiting for Jared Verse to. He's been playing fine. You know, the, the stats don't show it, but he's been playing great. Um, I think this could be a game that you see Jared Verse finally, finally, you know, finally get get loose and um and make a big play. You know, I mean, you know he almost had one against Jane Daniels in the LSU game. You know, he hit the guy. They rolled. They rooted a, a forward pass, and I think that was the the correct call. But uh, with Klubnik. You know, a young guy like that, man, I could see him just dropping back and kind of being oblivious to how fast Jared Verse can can come off the line of scrimmage. And yeah, I can I can see Jared Verse having a big game. I can see him having a big game. I can see Jaheim Bell having a big game. Um, I hope Trey Benson has a big game. I'm rooting for that guy, man. I, I like Trey Benson. Um, But he's too, he's too big. I mean, he had a big game last year. Uh, I think he had like seven carries for like 69 yards against Clemson. Um, You know, a lot of it was in the second half, but um, you know, I just want to see them get the running game going. I want to see them get the running game going and just stop forcing so many things offensively. Uh, I'm probably, I'm sure I'm in a minority here, but I, the offense has frustrated me more than the defense. I feel like the defense through three games has been more consistent than the offense. And you say, why is that? Well, I mean, they, they scored 60 some points against Southern Miss, but it's Southern Miss. And then, I mean, they were in third and third and short, third and long, you know, had a conversion, fourth downs and the defense just snuffed. I mean, they, they allow 70 points at, I 70 points, excuse me, 70 yards, 70 total yards at halftime against Southern Miss. And they had Boston College right where they wanted them, third and forever, a gazillion times. And for whatever reason, you know, they just couldn't get off the field. There was a missed tackle, um, you know, bad eyes, as the coaches would say. Um, So defense did what they were supposed to do, put Boston College in those situations. It's just executing the play and getting off the field um and if they do that um saturday i think it's going to be a really 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 big day for the good guys and so before the season started you know i said that um i predicted that fsu would beat lsu and clemson um win saturday puts you in prime position uh you have a bye week after this game and uh, i think you have the virginia tech game um after that which i'll be going to me and the family will be going down to tally so if you plan to be at the virginia tech game uh make sure you let me know uh let me know in the comment section and uh, maybe we can link up down there and um yeah man so um i like where we are uh if you haven't had a chance to uh like this video make sure you do so i uh, really appreciate the support share this on all your social media channels